Okay, so after I woke up from this vision, I was like really broken up about like how much I'm allowing right now and where I'm at. So I feel like I just had a conversation with the Lord. What kind of got me out of this feeling this way is like just reminder of what it was like growing up. It was a conversation about, um, I heard a conversation like, I've heard this said many times, but I never believed it because I was like, this is a deception of Satan. I need to stay out of this. I need to focus on progress in God. But the conversation went like, How are you how are you able to do all of that you're doing to her? Don't you know who she is? Like it's so brave of you, it's so bold of you to be doing that, you know? And the person was like, Because that's my sister. That's who she always she always gonna be just my sister. And honestly I thought it was beautiful in a way because it's like no matter where you go in life no matter what you do in life, no matter who you become, your family is going to see you just as family. Even when you get tired of the outside world, you know, maybe seeing you a different way or treating you a certain kind of way, your family is going to always see you as who you always been to them. And that can be so relieving. That can be, you know, everything you need sometimes, you know, to remind you that, you know, you're only human. And things can't be perfect. And you don't always have to live up to certain expectations that the world, you know, requires of you. Sometimes you can go home to your family and it's no expectations just for you to be their sister, their daughter, their cousin, you know, niece, whatever. Granddaughter. But... Also, on the other hand, you know, it's a very big indication of exactly what the Lord said was happening. The Lord said that they would never accept me. He never said it, though. He just asked me, do I believe that they would ever accept me as this version of myself I will one day be? And I had to come to the realization that they wouldn't. And it hurts so bad right now. But maybe later, you know, I will learn to have appreciated it. You know, maybe it will have pushed me far further enough, made me stronger, you know, to deal with different issues or battles I'll face later on in life. Or maybe it just will have taught me such a big, important lesson about family. That being said, you know, it's also a realization that maybe the reality is they won't be there. Maybe the reality is I will have to let them go. You know, it feels like the beneficial part of it is that they always see you as who you were to them growing up. But when you're destined to be so much more than what you were growing up, that's where it becomes tricky, becomes difficult, becomes it becomes a conflict. So... It's hard. It's very hard because growing up, 
I always had dreams that me and my family would all be together. We would all make it together. Like, we grew up poor. We grew up starving. We grew up only having each other. So I thought that we would always only have each other. But, you know, I look at the world and what I'm dealing with now, and I see, I can see that, you know, maybe that's not always how it's meant to be. I, I swore that we was just a gold medal kind of family. Like our love was so, you know, locked in for each other. But I felt that we deserved to eat at mansions and have feasts. And we, we just deserve to be able to go to the store, get whatever we want, have money, live a wonderful, beautiful lifestyle, all in a big house and a big mansion together for the rest of our lives. But, you know, I guess I got to grow up and get and grow out of these different dreams because it may not happen. No matter how much I fight for that, it may not happen. I was told in the process, you want to get everything you ever wanted, everything you ever wanted. But that's something I wanted. That's something I still, I don't know if I still want that, though. After everything that's happened, I don't know, you know, because I feel it would take a miracle from God for our family to finally accept each other and be a family again after what has happened. But that's who God is. He performed miracles, and I want to believe on him in a limitless way. I don't want to place limitations on God and say because of everything that's happened and even because of what he said, this these things can't still happen for us. At the end of the day, what he's saying is they will never be able to accept me. I'm realizing they will never be able to accept me. But... You place limitations on God by saying that means the end for them. That means the end for our family. That means that they are they can't be a part of my future. You know, my God is limitless, which means that they can have never accepted me. And still, we can be a family. You know, it sounds stupid. It sounds like grow up it sounds like grow out of that let go just accept what it is and move forward but when you start to think better bigger than you can think or imagine you start to imagine these kind of things like if the lord says i can have everything i've ever wanted my family is a part of that but they won't accept me ever then maybe, you know, the Lord can provide some sort of amazing miracle type situation where we're all together, we're all still family, we all love each other, regardless of their acceptance of me. You know, obviously, all the work that's being done inside of myself would have to, you know, provide an opportunity for that. I have to be able to forgive them, I have to be able to, you know, Stand in the power that the Lord has provided for me. 
and allow myself to be everything and live up to my full potential in God without being affected by those around me, which is why I'm still here in this situation, you know, pushing through everything that I'm going through and everything I've had to deal with because the Lord wants me right here. He wants me right here. And why would he want me right here unless, of course, you know, maybe it takes being there, being around them to overcome this situation. And if I have to be around them to overcome the situation, I don't actually have to leave them to overcome this situation. Then that just means that when I overcome this situation, I will have been able to exist around them anyways. So does that mean just because you can exist around them that you should stay around them? No. But it means that it's possible. So if the Lord is providing an opportunity and a way for me to prevail past all obstacles, hindrances, setbacks, and delays, even of my family, while being around them, while being in the midst of them, while still being associated with them, then why wouldn't I, you know, Why is it not still possible for me to be associated with them? That's how I see it. Yeah, it's what it is. I cannot deny that. I can't take it back. And I can't pretend like it's something different. But what I do know is that the Lord has kept me here. He's saying, stay right here. And Peter denied Jesus three times. Jesus still used him. He still stood with him every step of the way, every day, for the rest of Peter's life. He walked with him. If the Lord can do that, if he can, you know, be betrayed so greatly by the person, one of the people he loves the most, which he loves us all equally, but a person he loves so much and still walk with them every day. To be more Christ-like, why can't I? And I think that's the key. I think that may be the key to everything. I don't want to give up my family. My family doesn't want to accept me. But it's possible that regardless of their acceptance of me, we can still be a family. It just takes maturity. It takes, you know, loving them. Whatever comes with them. And you know, my brother said this to me, and I think it's sound advice. I think it's actually very wise of him to say this. You have to just accept whatever comes with us. And now that was difficult at the time to hear because at the time, accepting whatever came with them was, you know, would have resulted or what or wanted to result in me giving up my destiny in God. And the Lord has taught me since I was younger, you never choose anybody over God, not even your family. So that could never happen. Never, never, never. That's just never going to be something the Lord has called me to do. He's never going to call me to accept my family or put my family above him. He's going to call me to accept my family, but never to put my family above him, never to put anything above him. No matter what Satan tries to deceive me and say, no matter what he tries to force into my mind, no matter what seems natural, real, or logical to me, that will never be logic. The Lord has already told me the truth. But 
he can call me to a place and a position in my life where I've been transformed enough that regardless of their acceptance of me, I'm still able to coexist. I'm still able to love them. I'm still able to be around them. I'm still able to be a part of them and it not affect who I am because I still am who I am. I'm who God made me to be. And once I have prevailed past the situation and prevailed past all adversity and became everything that the Lord has called me to be, then why would it matter who's around me? Why would it matter what they're doing? It's not about them anymore. It's about God and it's about myself. So as long as I'm who I am, regardless of the circumstances or regardless of the situation, I can be around anybody, even those who cannot accept me. And I will have to do that anyways in this world. I'm going to come across a lot of people in this world who will not accept me. You know, why can't I do that for my family? So, all that being said, I just have never seen a future that the Lord has shown me with a minute. So, maybe it'll never be me. It, I mean, I won't ever play the victim role like it's never me. I've never done anything wrong, but I'll just say, maybe it won't be me. Maybe I won't ever be the reason why we can't be a family. Maybe they won't want to be my family. They just don't want to be around me. I can't force people to be around me. I can't force myself around people. I mean, I can, but maybe accepting myself requires for me to not do that. I have to love myself more, you know, possibly. I don't know. But, you know, also, you know, I don't know. These things are tough right now. Things are so tough for me. For everybody, you know, why would the Lord send me back from heaven and say, you're going to want to get your brother if, of course, my brother won't even be a part of my future? And why would the Lord show me my brother seemingly, you know, stopping things before they went way too far if, of course, you know, he wasn't really rooting for me. He wasn't, he didn't really want for me to be okay. You know, I don't know. I don't know, but I do know that, you know, I'm going to choose the Lord. I'm going to bet on God. I'm going to bet on God. I'm going to choose him because He is, you know, he's always right. He's Alpha and Omega. He says something will happen a certain way. That's where, that's how it's going to happen. He says something's going to go a certain way. That's how it's going to go. You know, a lot of people doubt me. But the Lord is teaching me not to doubt myself and definitely not to doubt him ever. So I also felt that I heard a conversation with the Lord where it was like, 
know, I'm just saying you are amazing, God. You are amazing. And God is like, no, you are amazing. You're going to do everything you've ever wanted to do. Be everything you've ever wanted to be. You're going to do it all. But I don't know for sure if that was the Lord. I know that I speak to the Lord, but I just don't know if that's how the conversation went. Because it sounds as if it was being set up, played over. I don't know. Even, like... I don't know, just fed to me. Now, I know the Lord has said all these things to me, but in the circumstances of what I'm dealing with, you know, I've just picked up on the fact that people, you know, hear the different things that I say. They know this story. I've told it many times, and they can feed off of it and feed it back to me in order to manipulate me in some in some sort of way or direction. Now, that's okay because you cannot ever manipulate God. You can play me, you can't play God. You can beat me, you can't beat God. You can use me, you can't use God. So, I depend on him for everything. And as long as I'm choosing him above everything, as long as I'm choosing him and trusting him, no matter what people do to me, no matter what they say to me, no matter what goes on, what happens in my life, or what plans people have for me that will never trumps, trump God's plans for me. And I'm so happy and so proud to be a part of God's plans. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for him to have plans for me at all. I'm honored. These things are difficult, you know. People around me, they have agendas. As I said, it will never trump the Lord's agenda for my life. Things will pick up. Life will be better. I believe him when he says the rapture is going to happen in my lifetime. I believe Jesus. I love him. I choose him. It's him. It's God. So I even heard conversation about like this is the wife of God. And, you know, I don't know how to feel about that. I know that Jesus loves me dearly. I had a vision that insinuated that it was more. But, you know, it didn't sound like I heard a word from the Lord that said, you know, I was not good enough for his son. But, um, I just don't know how that works. Now, if I am to remain single and unmarried, dedicating my entire life to God for the rest of my life or at least until the rapture I'm okay with that I'm all for that I will give up anything for the Lord and I say that but I don't do that you know but I'm working on it 
I want to be able to give up anything and everything for the Lord, all my plans, my own agenda, anything, a part of me, inside of me that I think makes me me. I want to be able to submit to the Lord's will. I don't know. You know, I don't know. But I think I heard myself say, they know my life. They know my life. Like, they know it. And, you know, maybe that's an indication that the enemy has all eyes on me, full surveillance on myself, you know, knowing everything that's going to happen. Everything. Knowing Knowing the full prophecy on my life from start to finish. And God knows it. God knows it. He already has shown me that he doesn't have to keep these things a secret because it didn't matter who knows it outside of him. They won't be able to change his plans for my life. So maybe they do know my whole life or maybe they want to know my whole life. They are somehow trying to predict my life in a certain direction in order to interfere. But I don't think that they would be able to. So maybe it's this thing where, you know, God is in control. And then they, you know, make plans. And they don't understand that God is controlling all of that. They're just doing everything that God has wanted. They're just doing everything that God has planned for to happen. You know, every step that they take, every move that they make in whatever direction is exactly what God wants for them to do. And it looks like that. It looks a lot like that, seeing as how You know, the Lord told me years ago, you need to confess all your sins. You need to admit everything you've ever done to everybody you've ever done it to. And it was difficult for me to just do that, just go around and do that, you know. A lot of things I felt I didn't even remember. But I knew that if I had decided to do it, the Lord would help me. And I still didn't decide to do that on my own. I just told the Lord that I was willing to submit to his will. If only he helped me. He he tried to urge me over the years, do that, do that, do that. I wouldn't do it. So it manifested in this way where it had to be forced. I was forced to tell everybody everything I've ever done to them. But now I feel free. I mean, it was weird at first. It still is kind of weird know everybody knowing everything but I'm free because of the Lord I carried all that guilt and those burdens and all of that unforgiveness in my heart not forgiving myself for what I had done to people I carried that for so many years and it was just so heavy the weight of my sin was extremely heavy and you know it wasn't even as bad as I thought it was. Like the Lord said, the Lord said, it's not as bad as you think it is. So <laughs> I can't help but think about how there's a lot of people out here in this world who are carrying the guilt of their sin, afraid to admit what they've done, afraid to come clean about everything they've done to people. And they're just suffering due to unforgiveness of themselves unacceptance of themselves 
And they're carrying those burdens. They're carrying that guilt. They're carrying that unforgiveness. And they're being weighed down by themselves. Scripture supports that. You have to confess everything you've ever done to anybody in order to enter the kingdom. In order to start leading a life cleansed and free. So, I'm being transformed. I'm born again. I'm reborn. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for what the Lord has done. It's doing. So, um... Things will get better. I was reminded earlier, though, you know, everybody was talking about all this stuff that they was doing to my food and all this stuff like that. And then I feel that the Lord, I had an encounter with the Lord. And he said, why would you care about these things that they're saying that they're doing to your food or anything that you're going through right now? Well, you're about to have a whole brand new glorified body. Wait till you see your glorified body. I've been hearing that from the jumps too. I've been hearing that since the beginning of this. And I feel like that's the direction things are going in. We're going to be raptured. I'm going to have a glorified body. And... It's going to be beautiful. It will not have carried any of the diseases that I've had to carry throughout my lifetime. It will not carry any of the sickness, none of the demons, none of the witchcraft, none of the, you know, pain, blemishes, just 100% perfect, glorified, beautiful, beautiful, heavenly body. I'm going to have that. You know, my heart is going to be brand new. I'm going to be made clean, washed completely of my sin, freed forever. I'm going to be made whole and complete. My soul is going to finally be full and complete and whole in God's presence. I have that to look forward to. Nothing that I'm going through, nothing that I face could ever be better nothing that I face could ever compare it's all worth it because of God so it sounds easier than it actually is but you know that's what the Lord has promised for promised me that's what the Lord is guiding me into that's what he's leading me into that's what he's going to provide for me I don't have anything to complain about I should have nothing to complain about So I'm going to keep working on that. I'm going to keep working on being grateful. I'm going to keep working on fighting whatever it is in the spirit that's keeping me from God. I'm going to keep working on, you know, fighting for whoever else I can in the process. The Lord says, I'm a phenomenal woman. He said, because you are a phenomenal woman, you are going to do all of these things. And if the Lord says I'm a phenomenal woman and he's never told nothing but the truth, then that must mean I'm a phenomenal woman. Now, 
that being said, I don't doubt that we are all phenomenal women. They are all phenomenal men. We are all phenomenal. We are in God. So I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm so much better than anybody or special, super special. I'm just a vessel. Like the Lord said, that's all I am. I'm a chosen vessel. It is never by my hand, but by his. And we don't make it into heaven because of our goodness, but because of God's goodness and his mercy and grace alone. If it were up to us, we wouldn't make it. So, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed that the Lord has has done this for me, despite what I've had to go through. Living in slavery for 25 years of my life, despite the sin that I've had to endure, despite everything that I'm going through right now. I'm still, you know, phenomenal in the Lord's eyes. Despite everything that I am, I am still phenomenal to God because he is an all-seeing, all-knowing God. He knows where I'm going. He knows where I'll be. He knows what's going to happen in my life. And how blessed am I for him to have provided this type of destiny for me. I'm blessed. So it's difficult to see that my family won't accept me because in the end, something I've realized is that you know, it seems sometimes that they're the only ones who truly understand accepting me no matter what I show up as. But for it to find out that they actually don't accept me at all and never will, it just gives you a new outlook and a new a new perception on what acceptance really is. You know, God accepts me like nothing I've ever been through or had in my entire life. So I know that that's what acceptance looks like. Acceptance is acceptance of everything you've ever been, everything you are, and everything you will ever be. So sometimes people can accept certain versions of yourself. They can accept you in a certain type of way, but they can't accept you as everything you you will ever be. And that's maybe where they lack the acceptance. They can't accept a future version of myself, but I cannot blame them as if, you know, this version of myself and the past version of myself hadn't had trouble accepting me either. Like, it's been hard, you know, accepting that this is who I am, accepting that this is what's going on. It's been a process. But it's my destiny, it's my life, and I will accept me. So I know that it's possible for someone else to do. That being said, if I never am accepted by anybody else but God, I have everything. 